see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. With decades of trade experience between them, Dorner, Vice President of Aftermarket Sales and Marketing, and PMMI Board Member and Show Committee Chairperson Matt Jones, and SMC Global Account Manager and PMMI Board Member Julie Hoover have an affinity for trade shows and their value to the packaging and processing industry. Matt and Julie were kind enough to join the Unpacked with PMMI podcast to discuss what has worked and what hasn't worked with this unusual year of virtual trade events including the PMMI Media Group-produced Pack Expo Connects. Each shares how their teams handled the challenges of virtual events while eagerly looking forward to the return of in-person trade shows. In the meantime, both Dorner and SMC maintain dedicated personnel to remain engaged with virtual opportunities like PackExpoConnects.com, which remains active through March 31st, 2021. With that, welcome to the podcast, Julie and Matt. Hi, Sean. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Sean. So everybody knows 2020 is what it is. Uh, And so Pack Expo Connects was obviously a different event, a different type of trade show, whether it's Pack Expo International, Pack Expo Las Vegas. This is obviously a pivot from a traditional trade show. What did you guys do ahead of time? Could you kind of walk me through how you would prepare for this either different or similarly to how you would prepare for, you know, a traditional Pack Expo show? Sure, and that's uh, that's a good question, Sean. There there were items that uh, that um, were similar in certain respects to a, a conventional trade show, a live uh, a live event, um, and in ways that we prepared. And there were other items, of course, at the uh, during the event that that made it really completely completely different. So, first, uh, what we did was we um, much like a, a normal trade show, a, a live event, we assigned a, a dedicated resource to the event. So, uh, our marketing director assigned one of her people, the, the person who would normally kind of be the, the show coordinator to, uh, to Pack Expo Connects. So we, we treated it early on as a, as a normal trade show, if you will. So by doing that, um, there was a person who was involved with the event I and mean, it wasn't uh, the type of thing that um, we were um, just shortly or, or briefly before the event trying to throw it together. It was a well-planned, um, I don't want to say rehearsed, but certainly well-organized prior to the event. We participated in, in some of the PMMI programs. We did some of some of the pre-show advertising, and uh, we also participated in sponsorships, uh, uh, much like we would with a normal a live event um, as if the show were being held at McCormick. And we also promoted heavily on our social media. So we we promoted it on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and, and even Instagram. So hopefully people are seeing us uh, there as well. And I think one of the most important things we did, and, and it really proved to be beneficial when um, the show kind of went sideways on the first day, was we 
pre-recorded uh, videos. So we were well prepared uh, having done events like this in the past and, and knowing that you know we're, we're very good at what we do in, in our daily jobs and in our daily responsibilities but what we're not is is we're not we're we're, we're not professional tv folks so um it was uh, really a, a great idea from stacy johnson our, our marketing director to uh, to pre-record the uh, the videos and that really as i said proved beneficial and it made it a lot easier we we had a professional videographer that we've used in the past he came in it was really very easy it was gosh two or three weeks before the event we did everything and and um that uh, as i noted proved to be a real plus for us so it was a great planning by uh, by stacy and our marketing team Okay. So Julie, similarly to Matt and Dorner, did SMC have any type of cachet of videos that were used before the event? Or did you guys have to kind of come up with your own and and prepare in that way specifically for Pack Expo Connects? It is um, an interesting question because as a, you know, we're a very global company. Um, You can turn on to, you know, SMC's YouTube um, page and see all kinds of videos from all over the world and including from our distributors. And I just, you know, I made the assumption that, you know, we would be so covered with already created content that we could use for the virtual show. And although there was some, either not all of it fit, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. It didn't um, completely give the details of the topic for our live demos. And so we, really did spend a lot of time planning, organizing, and preparing the virtual content that would go into our showroom, including the live demos and um, what additional content or collateral we were going to use. And it, it was um, it was a big undertaking, I'll be completely honest. I was extremely happy with um, the outcome. And of course, now the bonus is we have all that content. Ironically, I had a phone call from someone this morning who, from SMC, who was asking about a particular product that we showcased at Pack Expo, and I was able to lead him directly to our Pack Expo Connects showroom for some additional information, as well as the recorded sessions that we were able to have from what was going to be the live demos that changed into a different avenue for us. But regardless, we now have that content to use not only for internally for our sales department, but for our distributors, as well as um, being able to share it with customers who may or may not have even attended Pack Expo Connects. Very good. Cool. That's that's what, again, another thing that we've kind of taken, I guess, is a, a silver lining out of this is it has created this sort of wealth of things that people can share, you know, through March 31st via PackExpoConnects.com. But also going forward, you know, someone has a question about a product, you're able to instantly say, you know, well, I can direct you to this video and you can take a look at it before, especially, you know, we have travel restrictions and stuff like that still in place. So I could see how that would be helpful. So unfortunately, with the new technology, and this is was on us, and this was on the, the platform, you guys, the exhibitors prepared, everybody put everything together that they the best they could. And then technology, just the platform didn't work the way that it was um, presented to be in the way it was intended to be. And, and Monday rolled around and things did not go as planned. So I guess it's kind of a two-part question of, Matt, how did you guys kind of 
you know, keep your cool when things didn't work out as planned? And what did you do to pivot? How did you make the most of the situation to ensure that it was still a successful event? So um, I, I think first off, uh, having a uh, having our, our marketing coordinator um, in place really helped uh, to to keep things tracking because if if it were kind of a team or a group of people or somebody that was just kind of thrown into the mix right beforehand, we would have really struggled. But having had this one person involved from the start, from the get-go, this was was her baby, so to speak. Um, so she did a great job and um, she uh, helped to keep us all in line. She was very matter of fact about it that, you know, hey, these types of things happen, we'll get through it. And, um, and we did. So, um, I, you know, kudos to uh, to our marketing coordinator. She did a great job just keeping things together. Um, I know um, one of our uh, engineering VPs here struggled. He was he was one of the early Monday presenters, and his initial reaction was, uh, and I remember getting the email shortly after, was um, he was very angry and very disappointed. But you know, after we kind of stepped back and saw what was going on, that it wasn't a unique occurrence, that uh, that there were product problems with the the, the, the product and the platform, we, we were able to quickly pivot, leverage the videos, get everything loaded up, and uh, I credit preparedness. Having uh, had the, the right people planning this and having everything lined up on the, on the front end did help us quite a bit. So we were able to pivot much more easily, I think, than some other companies did. I don't want to sugarcoat it. I know we were disappointed. Um, we had high expectations going into this, and, and by the middle of the week, we were disappointed. But you know, when it was all said and done, I, I think it worked out. We generated some good leads. Uh, we we call them soft leads, Sean. You know, it's different than a live event, as you know. You know, with a live event, you have the opportunity where where you know you can read body language, you can get a sense as to the the person's sincerity. You can have a conversation with them about you know, is this a budgeted or planned project? Those types of things. And in this case, you know, you're not doing that. You basically have people signing up to to see your wares and and. Uh, and your videos, but so they're a little different, but we did capture a, a number of, of good contacts and, and we've been following up uh, with them uh, since. We've already made uh, several connections. Very interesting. So yeah, I guess you lose a lot of like your sales tricks and tools that you've picked up all these years by not being in person, which is obviously something that, that will keep, you know, in-person trade shows going for a long time, I would think. Absolutely. You know, if there's, if there's one silver lining to this, Sean, and um, I, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at the executive level of our business and, and I know, um, you, you know, you're talking with other uh, business executives as well, but we all have a boss yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm a, a big fan and, and advocate of, uh, of the live event of, a, of an actual trade show. I've been doing them for working them for, for 30 years now. Um, and I, and I work for a guy who, who was skeptical of trade shows and, and was looking at them as, it was almost passe, you know, something that was very 20th century. And um, I, I think what um, what this event did in, in no small um, respect was was really galvanize and reinforce the importance of, of the live event and uh, of, of an actual trade show. That's, that, that's very interesting. And I'm sure people, my bosses will be happy to hear that, that about the uh, in-person <laughs> right. events. Okay, how about you, Julie? I know you mentioned already where you were able to direct attendees to your virtual showroom, which obviously is the kind of adapting on the fly that's necessary with virtual events. Once you guys were able to, I don't know, reset for lack of a better word, were you able to have a successful show? And going forward, what are your plans to continue that engagement? Yeah, I, our lead count 
I mean, just, you know, talking about that was better than I expected. And not only better than I expected, what, um, to me, what was fantastic, and I think there were people that, you know, talked about this ahead of the show, the engineers who might not typically travel to the show because their engineering manager or the VP of engineering in a small team are the ones that get approved to go. Um, th- these are the people we saw engaged in our virtual showroom. I thought that was great. Um, so we now have more leads than I expected, but not just more leads. I would say as good of leads as we would have at the actual show. I would say that our high level customer leads might not have been as high. You know, the invitations went out, but, you know, I think it's a little different. You know, normally we have a lunchroom at the show and whatnot. So I, I would say it wasn't maybe as, as high a level of attendees that um, that we have as leads. But regardless, we have some good ones that we'll follow up with. We did um, take the PMMI Media Group's suggestion about sending out a thank you after the fact to anyone who um, visited our showroom or watched a webinar. So those thank yous have already gone out. Um, we created a landing page within the smcusa.com website specifically for PAC Expo and are continuing to add content, for instance, the um, the GoToWebinar recordings. We have a plan to periodically um, send information to our leads and other customers to remind them, um, you know, hey, this the showroom's open till March. There's some good content there. And that's how we plan to continue the engagement as long as the showroom is still up and running. Um, but again, after the fact, the uh, landing page is going to be there for ever, for as long as we want it there. So, and that has some good content as well. Matt, what about you guys over at Dorner? How are you guys planning to to keep the momentum going about Pack Expo Connects, you know, all the way through March 31st? Right. So um, we, we continue to promote it. So we are uh, promoting it on, on social media. Uh, we continue to uh, reinforce it in conversations with uh, with people. So as uh, as opportunities present themselves, we are directing people there to uh, to see it. We are going to do uh, our own kind of in-house uh, virtual event in January. So we'll be uh, um, tying to uh, to that as well. So there's there's ample opportunity for us to continue to promote this. Um, well into March. Well, Matt and Julie, we can't thank both of you enough uh, for taking time out of your busy schedules. It's, you know, middle of the holiday season or whatever the holiday season is this year. Um, and it's been a crazy year and I know you're both very busy. So we just want to thank you again for taking time out to kind of offer some best practices and some tips to other people about, you know, how to deal with these virtual opportunities and, and how to make the most of them. So again, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to, uh, to come on Unpacked with us. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. And and great talking to you, Sean. Please rate, review, and subscribe to do that. Go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.